You're listening to Wake Up Our Faith, the weekly broadcast from Uprint Faith and Personal Development. Connect with us on the web at uprint.life. Hello and welcome back to the second segment of our show, Wake Up Our Faith. We call this Faith in Business, where we bring thoughts and ideas and practical ways that you can live out your faith, where you spend the majority of your time. For most folks, that is in business. Uh, Matt Ham, Kevin Adams, co-founders of Uprint, uh, where we help walk with folks to actually uncover this and then live the life of impact they were created for. Our corporate partners make the show possible. I want to recognize and thank Dr. Greg Veeman of Seacoast Skin Surgery and his ministry, Everlasting Strength. You can find him on the web, everlastingstrength.org, or you can give their office a call, 910-256-2100. They have a few great resources if you're tapping into learning more about your faith, who the Lord is. Greg's got a great testimony there. Also, Chris Hutchins and his team at Guaranteed Rate Mortgage. They have a growing team with uh, more than 20 years of experience for Chris in the mortgage business. If you're buying a home or refinancing a home, make sure you give Chris and his team a call, 910-344-0304. Also, our good friend Chris Riley and his team at Fountain Financial Associates. They are in the business of giving clients and families a better life by keeping promises. If you have any needs regarding your long-term financial plans, uh, give Chris Riley and the team at Fountain Financial a call, 910-256-8882. Kev, fantastic uh, first segment today, Wake Up Our Faith, about joy, Mm -hmm. the importance of it, how we begin to cultivate it. Um, Now, stepping that into kind of the business context, um, business seems to be one of those things that (laughs) can easily rob folks of joy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, just this morning I was talking with uh, a member of our Portable Faith community who's like so stressed out at their job right now. Uh And it just, it was dead clear to me. I was like, dude, where is your joy? And it was (laughs) just, and he knows it. Mm Mm-hmm. But he's like, I'm just, ugh, you know, stuck yeah. in this place. So I'm kind of right. speaking to that person, but sure. the person who feels that way, maybe. Well, it, it's 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 kind of difficult to see past it, but you have to you have to pause, let that stuff go for a moment, just so you can catch your breath. And the best time to do that is when you are able to be quiet. Mm. So. Um, if you're not making that investment in yourself, uh, you know, a lot of people will be like, uh, I say, well, did you study or whatever? And it's not a judgment, it's just a question. And uh, yeah, I did Jesus Calling or what have you. Okay. But that's a different thing. That's more about uh, you wanted to get a, a nugget and maybe something to go on or, you know, there's there's some different things in there. But you got to think differently and you have to learn how to think feel it um, so you have to spend some time seeing God in the way he actually is in other words when you're laying in bed think of your father dancing over your bed waiting for you to get up and engage with him he's waiting for you to spend time with him he wants to experience you People can say, well, that's selfish and I don't deserve it. Well, okay, then he's selfish and, and he made you. So <laughs> why did he made you? And do you feel that way about your kids? So it, that argument doesn't work. 
God loves you so much and you won't, but you'll never know it unless you step in and start to experience it. How does that work? It doesn't work by the five senses. It works from the spirit and the heart outward. You have to navigate there. What does it mean from a practical, plan it out, take a few minutes, be thankful, but, but engage with God from your heart. Mm. Be thankful and, and ask him to share with you what he's up to. And, and, you know, and talk to him like he's your father. Yeah. A good father, the best. But, but see, rather than, uh, and I know this is, you know, let's bring it back to business. It, it, a business is only as good as its people. Mm-hmm. So people have to feel and be led from a place of joy, a place of rest and a place of joy. So in that, you've got to be able to spend a little bit of your time just like you would in, in investing in your business or yeah. your marketing program. You have to invest time uh, in choosing to feel that joy. And when you start doing it, God will give you more. It'll open up. Do you feel like inherently there's a value problem that folks have, meaning that they're not really being honest about what they truly value? Because they say they want joy, they right. want relationship, but they're spending more time and allocating more time toward their marketing budget, their bottom line, profit margins, all that kind of stuff, and not focusing on valuing right. the simplicity of relationship with the Father as much as they do yeah. any other aspect of their business? Yeah. Well, if you don't believe, right, we always go back to this place. Either you do or you don't. And if you do, what do you do with that? You can't say you do and, and then act like you don't. I mean, that's, that, that's unproductive. Mm-hmm. So right there, it's a bad investment. It's already, you're, 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 you know, was that God or bad pizza or whatever. So you want to understand, ground up, where are you coming from every day? Mm-hmm. And then look at God as to, to as who created you so you can know who you are. And then business is the place where you can live this out in a variety of ways. It's not a... So the demand of your faith overcomes the demand of your circumstances. So you, you can you think about a, a boss or a teacher or a leader or anyone in a, in a business context even that has really, really been special that you've gone, wow, they've got something. What is that? You know, what's that thing? And probably 99 times out of 100, maybe every single time, it's someone who makes you feel lighter. They don't put weight on you. They may spur you on when you need it, but they're always here to walk with you. They're always here to help you become uh more of who you actually are. They come underneath you. That's the yeah, picture right. I get. Yeah. And you walk away feeling better instead of worse. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, this is not about praise. It's not about critique. It's about the Holy Spirit working through people. But but you think about that particular leader or boss or what is that thing? Uh, and then you think about one that you've been around or probably because <laughs> most of them are the other way. The opposite. It's all logic based. And you got to do this, and you got to. I've even had a boss one time tell me you need to get in debt so you'll sell more. <laughs> I mean, that is just the stupidest thing ever. Yeah. And you know, bless his heart, he didn't know any better. He's a millionaire. Yeah. Now, 
but but what does that mean? Mm. What's the point of all that? Yeah. If you walk around not living from a place of joy. I think there there is a the very simple dynamic in this which you just touched on and that is that there are people in our lives who bring joy mm-hmm. and there are people in our lives who take it away. Yeah. And we have to kind of be honest enough with ourselves to look in the mirror and to say which one am I? Sure. You know, and yeah. and you know because chances are if someone's robbing you of joy, you're going to try to rob someone else of it. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. They don't get to rob you of it. Mm-hmm. No one can. You let you them. Let them. Okay. And it's just just like that with the enemy. That the only foothold the enemy has is fear. Mm-hmm. Fear of uh, death and sickness and all that stuff, and fear of poverty and lack and oh no, that's coming and or whatever or and or fear of the uh, opinions of others. If you can be free from those things, joy is a part of that recipe. Uh, to, to help you be free from them. You have to dig in and understand those traumas. But but joy is like, it's just a bomb. It's energy. So, you know, I know people like to listen to you and be around you, and I hear it all the time, but it, it's because you walk into a room and, you, and you, you, you brighten it. It doesn't mean you don't have struggles at home or whatever, and, and, but you're walking around pouring out joy. That's contagious, mm. and people can feel it. So, you know, we've had people say, yeah, but I can't visualize or I can't really go there. And I'm like, okay, do you have kids? Yeah. Well, what's it like on Christmas morning when they're opening their stuff or whatever? Do you feel good? You know, all the time and effort you put into caring for what you or, or something you wrote for them. When they engage that or you've done something for your spouse and you've really put time into it, what happens? When they uh, open that up or look at it, mm. you feel something. Yeah, you can live from that place. You know, one of the things that's really um, imperative right now as we're talking about this is, it's like we have a memory bank in our own hearts of all of the good things, mm. the Christmas mornings, that time someone blessed us, the boss that lifted us up. Like, yeah. there's a memory bank of those right. things, and then there's a memory bank of all the negative crap. You know. And it's like we only live on one side of that equation sure. when we literally should be living on the other. It's yeah. like we're walking down the left-hand side of the street into traffic yeah. when we should be walking on the right-hand side right. of the street. So, so you know, when you get mad, mm. be angry and do not sin. All right, so be angry is okay. Jesus turned some tables over and made a whip and all that. So he had emotion. Um, but the do not sin part, well, let's look at that. You know, the, the word's a big, ugly word. But, but when you get that anger, the way to take that back to winning joy, it's not, man, I'm going to ignore my anger and just pretend to be feeling better. It, you take your stand against the enemy. Mm. You stand up and you fight back by saying, hey, you're not going to rob me of this because I'm his kid. I'm, I'm a son of the living God. And if you threaten me with fear where, oh no, this bill is coming that I can't pay, well, guess what? I'm going to give you a black eye because like David, the same God that delivered me will deliver me from this. Mm-hmm. And I stand on that. We stand on that. So that you, you take the anger and you turn it back into joy by taking a stand mm. and, and fighting back. So you turn that against the enemy, 
Uh, it, this doesn't take some big long process. It's just you walk through this and you know how to take that. You take your joy back because he's trying to take it from you. And you, you, you eventually get into a mode where, okay, I'm walking around feeling pretty good. It doesn't mean somebody cuts you off in traffic you have a moment. It means it's a mode. Yeah. You know, Jesus didn't throw the rock at the prostitute. He said, go and sin no more. Mm. It's, it's perfect. So when you apply that back to business, if you want to lead, and we're meant to lead, yeah. you've got to lead from a place of joy, joy. because you can't lie about that. People feel it. Yes. And well, you know, it being on stage or anywhere in anything, people remember how you made <laughs> them feel, <laughs> not what you say. What you say will come right behind, and they'll remember it if you make them feel joy. Yeah. And lift it up, and, and their future's good, and that's God. Yeah, perfect example of that. So yesterday I was with a group of kindergarten through eighth graders, which is challenging because oh, yeah. attention spans. Yeah. But one of the little kids uh, plays on one of my son's baseball teams, uh -huh. and he didn't realize that it was me. Uh -huh. And his dad was asking him, what did the guy talk about? And, and he said, Daniel and Goliath. <laughs> and, and I was like, yes. And he's like, but I do remember that he did these fun games. And it was like awesome to me because it was like God was saying, man, it wasn't about having this great yeah. message. It's about yeah. how you made these kids feel yeah. by playing games with them. Yes. You know? So anyway, just a, yeah, a real testimony, great. real time of what that actually looks like. That's it. And look, people can try to argue this if they want to. It's just not about appeasing. It's not about bending the narrative. It's about truly being joyful and recognizing and choosing to focus on the things that God's done for you. And let me tell you, if you do that, yeah. you will never run out of stuff. So you got to curtail it to get on with some productivity. But right. that is the best fuel you'll ever have. Uh, you know, and of course, our process is you, you, you feel the word, you spend some time in the word, you spend some time in a joy journal or, or, or really focusing on it. And then it opens up the desires of your heart and you spend time on that. And it's just, it, 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 it produces the best fruit in the context of business, you will become the leader that God made you to be. Or if it's just being a great employee, you're going to be the one that people look to and go, man, what is that? It's not ego. It's about pointing back to God through excellence. Yeah, it's that thing of when you're living from the anointing, it's attractive right. to its core. That's right. And that's always going to come from joy. You feel value, and when you are valuable to God, you feel that, then you have great supreme confidence, and no one can compromise. No one can rob you of your joy. Yeah. It may hit you. And you say, I acknowledge that hurt, and you keep going. <laughs> you take it back from the end. Give them a black eye. Yeah, amen. Be so, joyful. So, so good. Guys, we have one more segment here. Uh, Matt Ham, Kevin Adams with you today on uh, the second segment of our show, which is Faith in Business. We're going to take a short break. Back for more right after this. Hey, everybody. This is Matt Ham. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast, Faith in Business. If you're enjoying the show, we'd ask that you go on iTunes and leave a quick review so that other folks can see it and join us as well. Also, we host a monthly gathering called Faith in Business right here in Wilmington, North Carolina. If you're interested in attending that event or if you'd like to host a Faith in Business event in your city, email us at info at 
Hello and welcome back to Faith in Business. This is our weekly broadcast where we talk about how you live out your faith, where you spend the majority of your time. For most, that is in business. Matt Ham, Kevin Adams. Uh, we are the co-founders of Uprint, a faith and personal development organization. Um, also have our nonprofit entity, which is the Uprint Life Center, that is focusing on helping remove obstacles. Uh, just a quick note on that, man. I'm so excited for our event upcoming mm-hmm. um, on October 23rd, yeah. kind of the public launch. So yeah. A lot of cool stuff happening. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's just the first getting the first down. It's a first step. Uh, everyone wants to be uh, great at something, and they have that in them. Everyone and and everyone needs to learn how to lead in the way that they're created, and that satisfies the soul. But the life so you print helps you understand that and know what that looks like in the life center. The work of the life center uh, removes obstacles and gives you a place to live that out to bless others. And uh, it's it, it's it, it, it's God's expression through you. We got to remove the obstacles. Yeah. So it's a lot, but we're doing. It's just it's so cool to see people being transformed and to see God showing up and to have the opportunity to walk with people yeah. through their obstacle season is uh, it's just an honor. Well, everybody, I, I mean, bar none, everybody I'm getting in front of, and, and you're getting in front of wider audiences. But I do a lot of one on one. Every single person is saying, man, I've been waiting for this. Yeah. I'm so excited about it. Thank you for, you know, helping uh, point in that direction. Yeah. People are hungry for this. They absolutely are. So, and I have multiple conversations that echo the same thing. It's just so cool to yeah. be like, yes. Yeah. It's, it's just cool, man. Yeah. Well, we want to thank our corporate partners before we dive into the last segment here for making this show possible. One of them being the Rising Tide team. This is a full-service real estate team representing both buyers and and sellers. If you're in the market for buying or selling a home uh, here in the Wilmington or surrounding area, make sure you give the Rising Tide team a call 910-620-7177. Also, the Honeycut Group, which is an insurance brokerage company, family owned and operated, more than 10 years of experience. Chad and his team are fantastic. If you have any needs regarding your insurance, do give them a call 910-338-1773. Also to make mention, if you know of any businesses um, that are like-minded, like-hearted, that would be looking to partner with us in some of the work, we're always looking forward to uh, talking to new folks. You can reach out info, I-N-F-O, at uprint.life. So Kev, today... Really talking about joy, how do we carry it into the uh, marketplace, how do we carry it into our businesses, Mm -hmm. how do we begin to respond from a place of joy, stepping into our excellence. It's been a fantastic conversation. Mm -hmm. So um, last segment here, how do we want to kind of bring this back together? Well, think about laughter. Uh, You know, I've been married a a pretty good while now, and uh, uh, it's always the same answer. I mean, there's a lot of good things, but... It's uh, we laugh together. Mm. Well, what is laughter a product of, and what is it? It's a, it, it's a catalyst for and a product of uh, of joy. Yeah, you know, carry joy around in your heart. The joy of the Lord is your strength. So it's it's catchy, but you catch it from your father, and and it, it's like a seed. It'll bloom. So you know how that feels. I'm trying to be practical about yeah. it. But the but in a in a business context, when you have joy, I mean everything is is in a mode of healing, rest, uh, responsiveness. You, you can think more clearly. There's nothing bad about it. It's all good. Mm. So make that investment. 
and, and cultivate that so that when you go into your work or business environment, that you are truly honoring God. Yeah. And then people will be blessed. So, so I love this concept of bringing laughter into your business, right? It's tangible. Yeah, and so what, what do you think, um, how does that begin to look for folks? I mean, because we're not talking about laughter telling dirty jokes or things like that, but like... Was that the first thing that came to your mind? <laughs> for me, it did. The water cooler, hey, did you see that? <laughs> no, I'm just, you know, but, but yeah. again, like, what, what, that's not what we're talking about. Yeah. And, and just to be clear on that, so how, because what I'm getting is, is there's a feeling that you have when you're laughing, and when you're experiencing right. joy, right. and it, that's the feeling you want to bring into your work, yeah. rather than going like, we got to work now, and then we can laugh later, yeah. you know, kind of thing. Well, I'll, I'll use Chris Riley, for example. Okay. Um, part of his wiring, Chris, <laughs> is he just has a great sense of humor. And, of course, you know, uh, we all have the ability to laugh, uh, hopefully, <laughs> Uh, it's like taste buds, you know. We, <laughs> we we have them because God wants us to enjoy our food. Well, the word joy is right there. So there's everything points to this. But but he's a great example of someone who just loves to laugh. Now he'll be silly or say something funny, and you go, oh, and you might eye roll. But the dude will carry you up a mountain, mm. and. He's always that guy, but I think part of that is is when he is just who he is. There's a sweet soul in there, and but he loves to laugh. Yeah. And Holly and I, my wife and I, and I know you feel the same. We love to be around him just because we don't always know what he's going to say or do, but he's just, he makes you feel better just by being around him. He has joy in him. Of course, the enemy is always trying to knock him down, and, and all of us who are trying to be predict, productive for him. But... That's a good example of it, it's about feeling that, not not a joke or a joke right. book or you know some stupid thing. It's about when I think of that person, mm-hmm. I think of someone who not only is joyful but someone who loves to throw a zinger out there and make you laugh. And it, it's like it's great, you know. It makes you it makes all boats rise with it. Well, we're the image bearers of Christ. Sure. And so we get to bring his light and, and levity and energy into the yeah. rooms with us. Right. But if we're not in the mode, if we're not functioning in that mode, we have the opportunity to be the giant vacuum, you know, yeah. and sucking the energy out of a room. And yeah. we can't be that way. Right. It's like, oh, the Christian people are here. You know, it's like, <laughs> right. what are we doing? Right. But yeah, so so however, I mean, it may be different for for Chris in in one environment or me or you. Uh, but the point is, is are we walking around feeling that, and it's coming from there? And um, so here's another way to look at this. Um, uh, look what Paul went through. Mm. God even said to him, you know, you're gonna suffer. You will suffer. And man, did he ever. Like, I think he probably suffered more than anybody outside of our Lord. This dude went through it all, you know, left for dead, you know, the whole thing. So Paul's way over here now. He's the least of sinners, the, the uh, I mean, the most, the, the chief of all sinners, I think it goes, and the least of the apostles. And he's graduating into this place of what would seem like absolute despair to prison. Yeah. So my question is, was Paul happy? 
You know, because you hear people say, well, it's about being holy, not happy. It ain't about me. It ain't about being happy. Well, God made you. Yeah, the world doesn't revolve around you, but your papa made you and loves you. And he gave us laughter and joy for a reason. So it gets to that question. Paul, in his worst physical condition, what did he say? He said, whether I'm rich or poor, I am content. What does that do? That's a place of being at peace. And what's right on top of that? Joy. So his joy uh, was, was, was uh, carried out in the most powerful message in the world. This guy changed the world. So was he happy? That's a question. Yeah. Think about it. People want to go, well, you can't be happy or you, you know, that's not holy or you shouldn't laugh or you, you shouldn't live in joy. You can't always be that way. Paul was filled with joy. He was happy. He, I, I would argue that he was one of the happiest people on earth at mm -hmm. that time. Why? Because he saw it. He yeah. knew. He and got he it. He got to be who he is. His life impacted the world yeah. dramatically. That makes your soul happy. Yeah. I heard something about Paul this week that blew my mind, and it was one of the prisons that he spent time in towards the end of his life was notoriously one of the worst prisons in the history of the world. Wow. Like it was, um, the, the, the story that I was hearing was that like literally human excrement was all over the place, like up to the knee. Mm. And wow. that's where he spent like the last year of his life. Sure. But the story goes is that Luke, the physician, right. when he went to, to be with Paul, right, to begin to write the stories, uh -huh. you know, that he went there with him mm. in the place, you know, and kind of entered into that yeah. with him. So anyway, yeah. just no, to paint they, a picture. They definitely knew each other if, and were interactive. If that, was, if that was Paul's condition and yet he still found contentment, right. happiness, that's so powerful to think well, about. It, what, so the example is you know, one of these incredible people in history that we get to stand on their shoulders. The example is the demand of your faith is much greater than the demand of your circumstances. circumstances. And Paul lived this out. Mm. So we can always point to Jesus and, and then talk ourselves out of it because he's God. He's Jesus. <laughs> but, uh, which, you know, he was all man too. But, but even if you want to go, look at, start looking at some of these other folks. Yeah. Uh, two different things, but but Paul, we can be like that. Amen. We can live out who we are in the context of business and be amazing. Yes. Uh, no matter the circumstances, it's because it's about letting God live through us outward. It's it's not what you give, you get back. Okay, yeah, that is true. That is spiritual principle, sowing and reaping. It's also karma, kinda, <laughs> but it's not about that. What, you, what God does through you makes you better. That's it. Mm. The more you give, you find fulfillment in people. Yeah, but the world thinks that you get something. You find fulfillment in giving who you are to them, and that fulfills you. But all of that is cultivated and revealed in a context and a posture of joy. Yeah. When you're happy, you're healthy, good things happen. Mm. So you got to feel good, but if you don't, you stand up in the downside and throw it back on the enemy. enemy. 
and you go that way. Give them a black eye. You know, in, in kind of this, this summation, if we've navigated this entire trajectory of joy today, and there's been so many incredible nuggets today, this is definitely one of those episodes where you go back, slow it down, and really begin to process yeah. because there's so much in here that folks can really meditate on, yeah. really press into. But we're talking about the demand of your circumstances versus mm-hmm. the demand of your faith. Yeah. And it's almost come down to a nugget for me and says that joy yeah. is when the demand of your faith mm-hmm. is greater than the demand of your circumstances. Absolutely. And then sorrow or you know mm-hmm. um, whatever is when the demand of your circumstances is right. greater than the demand of your faith. Yeah. And that's a really, really clear kind of like compact way to really mm-hmm. grab hold of this for folks today. And you have a choice. Yes. It's not up to your circumstances. Yes. And, it, and God... Because he's so loving and giving and merciful, he doesn't even leave it up to him. He gives us a choice. And that is, man, that's why we need to just fall in love with him and honor him. Uh, And that's what we do with our own children. We don't make demands on them. We we teach them and show them the way, and then we let them do it. Mm. And they grow into it. So no different. You know, so this is this is fantastic, man. And uh, what what great thoughts for us to carry into our day, and certainly into your week. Uh, we want to let all of our viewers and listeners know uh, we're having another faith in business event. This is a regular monthly gathering where we get together, uh, really talk this out, flesh it out face to face. These events have been great. Uh, a lot yeah. of incredible response yeah. there. Want to invite you guys, you guys to participate. If you're local to the Wilmington area or want to make a special trip down to see us, uh, we're going to be October 17th at 7.30 a.m. at Waterman's Brewing. Um, there will be a link uh, in the show. Folks want to register. We ask you to reserve a seat. Um, but I said we're going to be talking a little bit about excellence. So I'm going to get you one of those things one day, Kevin. I know you got a lot going on. You meet with folks. But one of these days. Uh, uh, sneak in the corner. <laughs> hey, but yeah, be joyful. Laugh. Feel that joy. And, and, and just step into it a little bit. And God will open that door wide open. Remember, Paul wasn't miserable. Yes. And he Amen. had every reason to be except no reason because God worked through them. That's what changes the world. That's how you change business and uh, really, really make an impact. Yeah, we've so, got to become the carriers of joy. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's, that's how. choice. Absolutely. So. Powerful, powerful stuff. Well, guys, thanks so much for tuning in today. Uh, if you have any interest to dive into us or in with us one-to-one, we have a great resource in the Portable Faith Community, which is daily encouragement right to your advice. You can check it out, uprint.life. Also, if you want to connect to learn more about one-to-one mentoring, executive coaching, or biblical counseling, would love to schedule a discovery call to tap into that. Same thing, uprint.life there. Uh, Kev, man, awesome show today. You guys have a fabulous week. We'll see you next week.